Thanks for tuning in and listening to Riley on Film. I am Damian Riley, your ghost host. While you're here, I hope you got your horrors worth. Find out more and subscribe, only not in that order, at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, enjoy the show. Please I'd say something here. about your Mac computer that I recall. Oh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Do you remember that thing? Okay, anyways. Um, okay, hello. We are interpreting horror today with my guest, my high school neighbor, author, publisher, journalist, and friend, and fellow scooterist, David Cup. Hello, David. <laughs> How are you, David? Welcome. Hi, Damien. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, about, those I, high school years are some of the most formative. I, I don't think I listened to any different music than I listened back then. I mean, that's where you learn it all. Oh. Well, no, I have a lot. But, you know, I keep going back to the REM. Anyway, Dave, David yeah. was my friend and he lived down the street from me. And in our haunts together, there were a few horror movies that we did watch, and uh, I think I remember them more than you do, David, because every time I bring them up, you're like, oh. (laughs) But I have a solid memory of Blade Runner, a solid memory of Blade Runner at your house. I still remember. Oh, yeah. We rented it. We watched it. Yeah. And the the guy at the end, he just passed away. Yeah. What is his name? Uh, Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer. Uh, and, yeah. And actually, and actually uh, just recently was the birthday, or the uh, what did they call it? The inception date for Roy Batty, right? January sixth yeah. was uh, January sixth, twenty nineteen was uh, Roy Batty's inception date. So, uh, okay. so I'm there trying you have to remember it. who so, Roy Batty is. No, 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 is. no. It was twenty sixteen, I think. I oh. can't remember. But anyway, well, you're up so on happy that. birthday, happy belated birthday to the late Roy Batty. Yeah, <laughs> that was the maker, right? I'm trying to figure out who you mean. I don't know that actor's name. Roy Batty was the bad guy. He was Rooker Howard's. Oh, he was Rooker Howard's. The character name. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's and and I remember even back then we were talking about it that he's just such a scary villain. You know, I remember he's up on that roof at the yeah. end, and he's just frightening. You don't know what he's going to do. Well, and I think that, uh, I mean, you know, with, uh, you know, another Orange County author, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Philip K. Dick, uh, mm-hmm. who wrote uh, Do Alien Stream. I mean, he was he was a great character because he was he was sort of em- embodied uh, Dick's uh, uh, explorations into, uh, you know, ontology and, and philosophy. Yeah. Uh, um as 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 you know using using uh science fiction like so many great authors of the 1960s and 70s you know yeah. they were just using science fiction as a tool to talk about much bigger topics yes it, you got that right and that's kind of in a similar way how i feel about horror but yeah I, that that could be a whole different show so let's not go down that rabbit hole but i think horror it's like if you stub your toe that's horror and we all try to avoid it but when we see so much worse, it, it's almost a way of purging our little problems. And then there's other things too. I have a lot of reasons that I like horror. Oh yeah. Well, and and, and if we and, and and if the conversation goes the way I'm hoping it does, I always <laughs> you'll take it. Drag yeah. you kicking and screaming back to this back to this topic about why horror is such a great 
genre, both for movies and uh, literature. Do you remember when we saw Reanimator together? Oh yeah, I saw that. Like <laughs> I think we saw it the week it came out. A dozen times in the theater. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm pretty no, sure Jim oh, Ernst was with us. I'm pretty sure. I, it's a lot of years ago. I think it was Jim Ernst and Mark, but I could be off. Am I off on that? I just remember it was this big deal. We're gonna go see H.P. Lovecraft, and I didn't know who H.P. Lovecraft was, and you guys did. And uh, yeah. The, the I saw that multiple times. Okay. And for what it's for what it's worth. Uh, Reanimator goes down as one of the few movies the New Yorker's Pauline Kael gave a positive review to. Nice. So there's a good beat. Absolutely. Quadrophenia was viewed, but that's only horror if you don't like The Who, which I do love The Who. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, got all these memories of movies with you, bro. I'm so excited to have you here today about movies. (laughs) Um... Did you, is it true, my suspicions were, uh, when I would go over, we're going to go ride our scooters or do whatever we're going to do, and so I'd go over on the weekend, sometimes you'd still be getting up, <laughs> so I'd just kind of sit there, but is it, is that, was that the world's first Apple computer that you had? Yeah. No, I didn't, I, I don't think it was me, I, uh, No, it I, was you, it I had that, it's little, I'm joking, I'm like, I'm exaggerating, yeah. but no, you had that little. It was like an elongated, tall one, and it was on your desk there, and it had that little computer. Probably, I don't know. Maybe Apple's always have that. Oh, but. you know what? That I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, that yeah. That was so actually you... later. Oh, that was, that was in college, and I oh, bought college. that from the Cal State Fullerton Student Bookshop. No, and, uh, they had a deal way. on it. <laughs> you know, that's where I got yeah. my degree. I went to Cal State Florida and I got an MA from there. Same here. Yeah, I All got right. a journalism degree at Cal State Florida. That's yeah. sweet, man. I didn't even know you went to Fullerton. I'm just, I don't want to talk anymore. I want you to talk the whole time. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, uh, guys, uh. we got movies for you. I brought my friend here, yeah. and by the way, Dave, this is off the record, I'll take this out. I just chop stuff up all the time, so I'll make it sound perfect. You know, there won't be any, it'll be like seamless, like one conversation to another, so don't even worry about that. Uh, but yeah, we are kind of starting yeah. now, so just kind of now think about uh, the less I have to edit, the better. <laughs> but I, sure. I, I'm able to edit anything. So it's a great situation. Uh, we talked about the fir- world's first Apple desktop comp. And and I want you to just tell me a few things about yourself. Go ahead, do that. Oh, okay. So uh, I uh, um, I'm a career uh, magazine editor and publisher. And I'm cut you off been... in a minute. Just kidding. Huh? Oh. <laughs> uh, so and I, I I've been doing this for probably way too long than I should be. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm also an independent author, and uh, the book uh, that I have currently out is a novel called uh, Tea in Crimea, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a um, sort of a political thriller uh, set in 2014 Crimea mm-hmm. during the Russian uh, annexation of Crimea, mm-hmm. and it's about uh, it's it, I say it's a, a political thriller, uh, but it's also a book about how uh, global politics, uh, you know. <laughs> basically uh, make life miserable for everyday people and that don't lose that thought I just want to throw it in here I think that book in a way contains like I was talking about stubbing your toe and the horrors of the everyday life I think that book in a way could be considered a horror theme 
I mean, you'd have to stretch. Yeah, it a little well, bit. there's. I mean, there's, there's, there's people who behave horrifically in it. Yeah, um, that's and, true. Uh, and 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 personally, I think uh, the <clears throat> the story of uh, global history and is is often about um, sort of. Uh, <clears throat> uh, political horror and uh what's what's happened to uh the tatar people uh in uh crimea in particularly has been horrific they've been you know basically just kicked around from day one and of course uh the, the first uh well one of the first modern uh genocides was the holodomor uh which was waged in ukraine against and the that, ukrainian we people need to say too that that just goes so far beyond horror i don't want to trivialize that and say that well that's like a movie yeah i, I so yeah. yeah i mean these things are heavy things and the stuff going on in crimea was crazy i don't know how it is now uh but it's crazy it's it's uh, it's a it's a human rights nightmare uh for uh anybody who's not of uh who's not ethnically russian uh and and it's particularly bad for people who are muslim wow and and i just because this is a horror show i make a connection in my mind to the stuff we talk about on here i don't see your book as being that far off from a horror it's just whatever you want to label it right it's also a social uh at the beginning when um they're on the beach it's like it's almost like um they don't know who's running the show. That that was the thing that kind of reached me right away. I was like, yeah, if, you, if you're if you in a place like this, and of course, all the stuff that's happened recently in our country, it hadn't happened yet. <laughs> but I was like, you know, we really enjoy a very peaceful life, you know, here in America. And it's not the same in many parts uh, toward Russia, even in Russia. But these little places that they just take over, you know. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I think that, uh, and I don't want to get too no, far ahead. into politics, yeah. but, but uh, I, I think that unfortunately, what happened uh, in uh, in Crimea uh, with the annexation of Crimea and this um, basically uh, an insurgency slash civil war in eastern Ukraine is is really. Um, if you look at the misinformation campaigns uh, and propaganda and everything that was done uh, that came from Russia prior to that, um, what you see is that uh, what's happened in the United States over the past four years or so, four or five years, is 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 really is 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 really almost just what ha- what Russia did in Ukraine, but on a much larger scale, and it and it's. Uh, and it and it really wow. goes to show that people in the West don't understand how weaponized information can be. Wow! Please listen. I, like you said, that's a whole. You don't want to open a whole ball of wax. We could be. You know how yeah. I get on Twitter. <laughs> you know how I get on Twitter. I'll just put it that way. But um. Yeah. But anyhow, what a book! Can you tell us again how people can get a hold of it? I think it's really affordable, as I recall. Not too bad. Yeah, it's it's cheap, and you can get it in print on Amazon, or uh, get it on your Kindle. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm a big Kindle user myself. Yeah, and it's 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 a pittance on uh, for Kindle, and then um, it's also on Kindle Unlimited. Okay. So if you're a Kindle Unlimited user, uh, you know you can just read it whenever you want. Oh, that's okay. Go get it. And Kindle's a pretty awesome brand too. I really like Kindle. 
they do, yeah, they're useful. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can do a lot. Um, there's just a lot of ways that you can access the book. That's what I think about. Well, great, David. Thank you so much for sharing about your book. It's awesome. I'm going to go ahead and put another little plug at the end because I really want people to check out that book. I love mine. <laughs> it's really great for I like, appreciate lunch it. breaks. Oh, you got it, man. You know I told you that today. I got it, which was a long time ago. <laughs> but I still have it on my phone. It's that I have it close the window. <laughs> anyway, no, what a book. And like I said, there is a horror connection. It kind of gets you in your central nervous system reading that stuff. It's probably not the most poetic well, way the to bad your guy, book. the yeah, the I mean, the, the villain of the book is really a horrible bastard. Yeah. <laughs> is there any person that was uh, that, that inspired no, that? No, no. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, it, no, no. <laughs> yeah, thank God I haven't experienced a person in that life. But I mean, mm. you know, he's he's a you know he's a bigot and he's a homophobe and uh, he's a lot of bad things. And if anything, he's the embodiment of uh someone who never quite did much in life and has decided that they're going to take it out on the rest of the world you know he's your typical misanthrope and uh and so uh, and often i think the the modern misanthrope is probably one of the worst mm-hmm. people we can encounter boy very well conceived i think this is the time to get the book and read it guys he's t- he knows more about russia than Probably my history teacher, Mr. Uh, Holston at Saddleback College. I thought he knew a lot. Guy you are. Forget. I mean, there's plenty of people doing what you're doing at your level, but they just say, of course, because it's me, you know. But you're not like that. You never have been like that. You're a real humble guy. Oh, I don't know. I, I think I think the uh, I think the life of people in editorial work is like 98% ignominity. <laughs> I don't think I think everybody's kind of like uh, you know and 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 uh, I mean you remember in music I you know trying to trying to uh, get noticed by gatekeepers you know in the world of fiction is oh. really hard and that's why there are so many independent authors because I, when you like so not to go too far off on a tangent Please but do. like writing. Well, writing Teen Crimea. So I wrote, wrote that pretty much in real time as events in Crimea. I just kind of, it was a real fit of inspiration and I barfed out the book. And, and, um, I'm sorry, I was talking to my talker. The, She's standing right here. Oh, that's all right. That's right. And, and, and <laughs> this is my friend so, David. So, I was telling but, you about my friend David. Let's say hi to him. That's cool. Anyhow, Neat. sounds like you're just doing amazing stuff, of course. Let's talk about which. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to save like a full review of each one. I really like how you came up with these. And it sounds like you have things to say. So do you have the list in front of you? Because I can send yeah, it. Yeah, I do. And and so, yeah, so I the movies I picked were, mm-hmm. the reason that I picked them uh, was because, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that horror is a really amazing genre one it's the american genre right so uh you know uh but two i i think it's a it's it's a genre both in terms of literature and cinema doesn't get the artistic exploration it does 
and the inventiveness that it that it deserves. And uh, I I pick these four movies because I think they do serve uh, that. And um, and uh, which I think is a great example of that mm-hmm. because what it is is it's a horror movie, mm-hmm. but it's a Puritan's idea of what horrific would be. And, and you know, I, I, I'm sure we can talk about spoilers, but, you know, we're... Yes, we're, we can. It's, it's a, yeah, so it's a religious, you know, it's a religious family mm-hmm. that <sighs> decides to leave the enclave of their little colonial town and go out and put up stakes in a new part of the area and expand, you know, which is what colonists were doing. And uh, they encounter, you know, a horrible, malevolent, uh, satanic force uh, in the middle of nowhere. And they're completely unequipped to deal with it. And the real horror is, is the story is about the spiritual destruction of this teenage girl and how she goes from being a pious kid but after the devil and he his you know witchy minions out in the forest kill her little brother and uh basically you know uh uh, basically orchestrate the destruction of her entire family uh she has no place to go but to give herself over to the worst thing in the universe and so I really love that movie because that is a Puritan's horror story. That but, you know that that, when, that that yes, I like I that. that was I think that's great. Okay. So I've already so got your Dan chunk. Unless you have something movie. else to say about the witch, you can't. You, that's fine. No, no, that was okay. that's. I, I think I, I would just say in summary, I, I just think Witch is an amazing movie because it's it's you tell you tell me another horror movie that says I'm going to tell a horror story from the standpoint of the participants and what they find horrific and then and then make that story completely approachable especially given that we live in such a uh, as great secular. as you are so, so, secular so we live society in a very yeah, we live in we live in a very secular society, and 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 so I think for a lot of people, particularly these days, particularly in the social media internet age, where so many people have checked out of religion and spirituality, uh, that that a horror story from the perspective of people who are deeply religious is probably really hard to grasp. But I think which makes it uh, uh, absolutely immediate and relatable, and and. And so I think as a horror movie, it's it's an amazing undertaking. I agree. And I'll just say one thing, because really, the, I'm featuring you here, because these are movies you picked, right? I mean, yeah. These are, these are movies you're like, hey, these things, I got something to say about them, so I don't want to really get in the way. But I do want to say that, first of all, I didn't like that movie when, when it came out. Which? Yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, but let me, let me tell you how far I've come. Uh-huh. So it's kind of young to take a kid to that, but I just like looked at it. I thought it doesn't look too bad, and she can hide her eyes, and she really wanted to see it. So I took her to see it, and uh, we both disliked it. But I think the reason we disliked it is what you just said just now. It's not your typical horror movie. No, not at all. It's more, it, it's more like showing. Look what this 
daddy, you know, here I am watching it with my daughter. Look what this daddy does with accusing his own flesh and blood. You know, look how really disgusting that is. And that that's really, to me, that was the biggest horror of the movie was the way the father just pretty much just cast his daughter out, didn't he? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I think that he was, I mean, I mean, let's not forget, there really was a malevolent force there driving this family apart. Was and, there? And so, was there, though? Sure. But, okay. I mean, the witches, the witches take the baby boy and they, they I mean, the. <laughs> I think what, it's funny because we have this goofy, like, uh, we have this goofy cartoonish notion of witches because of growing up with Halloween and everything. But, you know, the whole idea of having a flying broom the way you make a broom fly is to cover it in the rendered fat of a child that you've murdered. No. And, and so, <laughs> the, so, I mean, when you, when, I mean, there's that horrible scene where the witches are doing that. They're, mm-hmm. they're pounding down her baby brother that she lost. It's been a and, while. And so, I, yeah, you might be right. I remember those yeah, scenes. No, but I no, do no, recall. She sounds, the, she, let me just, let me say one thing I'm, she, I'm referring to and then you see if you know what I mean. Yeah. In the beginning, there's almost like a sleepy fog and you learn, and I don't remember the what's happening. I think they're in the church, but they basically say that there's, you know, there's evil among us or something like that. So my thought was that it was a psychological drama that was not, it was more metaphorical. Um, but yeah, you're right. They were doing horrible things to babies and stuff. Uh, but I, I, to me, it was more metaphorical just about how you can go from a place of such comfort with your daddy, you know, like she was, to him completely pointing at you and calling you a witch. And to me, that's like... We're getting at the heart of all problems in our society when we look at that, you know. So. Well, I mean, she's. It's. It's a. It's. They. 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 I mean, they. If I recall correctly, they leave the compound because of accusations made about her, something like that. I forget exactly oh, the yes, premise. Oh yes, yes. Now I remember. But, yeah. And 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 and. But I mean, the the problem is, is that then this malevolent force, you know, Black Phillip. Uh, uh, takes over the takes over the family and 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 just drives a wedge between everybody and it's a total nightmare i think i'll get back to you on that i'm gonna watch it again because i think you might might, might have a point there's no i mean yeah i mean the whole again the the story is a horror movie from a puritan's point of view and so from puritan's point of view Mm -hmm. the the devil is real and the devil destroys this family and destroys this girl spiritually and and you know she winds up joining the witches that killed her brother um and and it's just totally you know it's a total nightmare it's it's i mean from a from a puritan standpoint of you know and obviously this family gets destroyed you know dad gets killed by the everything else it's it's a crazy movie it's a when you start looking at it yeah and there's another actor that we've all know about and he has played a father before his name is Nicolas Cage and oh the, yeah and the movie is called Mandy what'd you think of that one why is that on your let me talk about modern horror list so that's a that's another modern horror movie that I really like because if anything it's again taking horror in a direction that other people haven't and what I mean by that is that Look at it. It's it's 
you know, there's obviously it's a revenge flick, right? You know, Nicholas Cage, his, his wife gets horribly murdered and uh, by these, you know, <clears throat> basically satanic bikers. Um, yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, he has to, he seeks his revenge. Uh, but um, the, the art direction on that film and the nature of the villains and everything is so Lovecraftian. It totally, you know, the, the colors are not dark. The colors are bright and psychedelic. And, uh, and it, and it's so in line with some of HP Lovecraft's lesser known works, like, uh, the, the dream quest of unknown Kadath that uh are just completely surreal it's it's not a a jump scare gore fest even though it's a religious or religious even though it's a revenge film uh it's it's much more of the the whole art direction of it is far more colorful and weird and psychedelic and surreal and it's and it's so much of that you know it, it that um that feel and mood that that is like a weird lovecraft story mm. and i just i loved it for that I, I i loved it for this weird you know it was a really interesting meld of 1920s Lovecraft weirdness and creepiness, uh, along with uh, the sort of late seventies, uh, um, yeah, uh, horror vibe that you would get from comic books, not from late seventies horror movies, but more like remember the comic books, like the comic magazines, like Eerie and Creepy, oh, and yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I do remember so, that, <clears throat> yeah. And so I really loved it for that. Uh, it was it was it, it's just such the antithesis of like like if okay here's a great like what's that one movie Strangers about the weirdos who assault a house is it Strangers oh, yeah the Strangers yeah that's a, the yeah the second uh, one's way uh, better second one's way okay better. yeah so take. Mandy and compared to strangers. So strangers is just this weird, it's creepy as hell. It's scary mm -hmm. and everything else, but it's, mm -hmm. you know, people defending their house against these horrible murderers, right? Mm -hmm. These completely, uh, nihilistic, atavistic, uh, murderers who want to murder this family and, mm -hmm. and, and, or these people in this house. And, but guys, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> Hello. They want to be like, involved. Standing right next to me. Going, mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Don't worry. Oh man. So, yeah. Another but, job but, I have is anyway, tutoring so, online. So I believe me, I work with kids all the time. So. Oh, no okay. worries. <laughs> so, so anyway, so so getting back to Mandy. Uh, so so you have this. It, it's the same kind of thing. You have these horrible, evil bikers, but you know, uh, um, at the uh, you know they're they're way more malevolent. Uh, and just absolutely bizarre um, and mm -hmm. just way scarier. There's, there's just something about that movie. The art direction is just so incredible. And, I, and you didn't and, find yourself so, bored sitting through it? Because, I mean, I, I got to be honest here. No. When I watched it the first time, I was thinking, this was made for drugs. 
no, I, I, I didn't at all. And, and, and I, <laughs> okay. I watched it. I was – yeah, no, I was dumbstruck at how uh, – I freaking loved it. And, I love – I should say that. I loved it, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't get – bored at all i just thought it was uh it, it had such an amazing dreamlike quality to it that uh it just mm. like i said it really reminded me of the hp lovecraft stories set in the dreamlands uh that just just weird uh otherworldliness to it and then of course you know when he goes to this weird church and they have mm. the duel down in the the pits below the church just so bizarre and then of course by the end he's completely destroyed you know yeah. he's had his revenge and everything but but well what i'm hearing you say is hp lovecraft is what really clicks with you and i think that's awesome because hp lovecraft definitely is moody and colors and all that i get that uh, of course you know it's not written by him though no, but it's just it's clearly it, it, it's clearly inspired by him, and then and then oh, okay. you know other movies that I had on on the list is yeah you know you know by the Mandy crew and 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 that's and and uh, that's uh, Color Out of Space oh, and yeah. and and that that obviously is an H.P. Lovecraft story. It's one of yes. his better ones, and uh, and it's it's. Such a great horror movie in that it's not like any horror movie you're ever going to see. Mm-hmm. Um, it it is, I mean, the story. I I encourage people to one. Everybody should know that everything H.P. Lovecraft ever written is public domain. It was never mm-hmm. secured. Uh, it's been in the public domain forever. So you can go out there. There's websites that just have everything he's ever written. And mm-hmm. also, I think people should be aware. Uh, sort of a uh, uh, you know, I don't know what you call it, uh, but uh, they should be aware that H.P. Uh, Lovecraft was a, kind of a horrible guy. Um, he was, oh he, was extre- he was extremely racist, and and he and so some of the stuff that's out there is 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 not that pleasant. Uh, it's uh, so you know he was he was a weird recluse uh, who lived in his house mm. for most of his life, and uh, his he was clearly disturbed by the outside world uh he his relationships with people were awkward and weird and he he had very suspicious views of uh, certain races and certain immigrant communities in 1920s america and Mm. that that perception and those attitudes show up from time to time in its work fortunately uh in the colorado space it doesn't uh and that one, I, as I told you, that one I have not seen, so I'm looking forward to seeing it. Maybe come back sometime. We'll do a whole show on H.P. Lovecraft. Well, be, and what I was going to say is, please, please read the short story before you see the movie, mm-hmm. because you'll see how well. Because the book, if you when you heard the book, the story, when you read the story, you'll immediately realize that ooh, this is. This would be hard to translate to a movie, but mm. it's really scary and weird and, mm-hmm. and unsettling. And I think yeah. that's the thing that people don't get about H.P. Lovecraft is that you're not going to see like H.P. Lovecraft stories aren't going to have slashers that kill people every two pages. Mm-hmm. Um, H.P. Lovecraft's are H.P. Lovecraft stories are slow burn weirdness. It gets unsettling and more unsettling until 
it becomes really horrific. And then usually at the end of, the, of an H.P. Lovecraft story, the main character or narrator or at least some prominent figure in it is just utterly destroyed. And mm. and uh, and that's that's the case with uh, with um, color out of space. It is a completely bizarre um almost psychedelic short story it's like it's like it's in that weird territory between a short story and a novella it's pretty long well for Um, sure i'm gonna probably watch it today folks (laughs) so (laughs) count on the next day a show on it because he's got me real excited about it hp lovecraft is just an amazing writer yeah so so you can find his work online but i guess the key is if you can read the story before, see the movie, and the and because when you read the book, you're like, how do you make a movie out of this? Mm-hmm. And then you see the movie, and you're like, holy crap, they did it! They really did make a movie out of this. It's completely bizarre. It's not completely uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, it, you know, it, it's not an exact retelling of the short of the short story, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it certainly is uh, does it justice, and mm-hmm. uh, and it and it. And it tells the same story, and it is just, it's so well done. And I don't want to give wow. anything away because... Don't. Even the, though I don't the, really care about spoilers, I'm not that kind of a, of a well, critic. Well, climax, the climax of the book, you're like, whoa, this is crazy. And the movie, you're like, holy moly, this is even crazier. <laughs> cool, man. I can't wait. I've been looking yeah. for a new author. I mean, I've read a lot of his stuff, but... I've been looking for kind of a just to start padding the shelf with somebody new, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. Oh yeah. No, All it's, right. It's well, you stuff. talk to us movie, about movie. let's see the witch. Uh, the, sorry, there's a delay. If it seems like I'm cutting you off, it's just there's a little delay. That's the only bad thing about Skype, but everything yeah. has some kind of delay. But uh, any anyway, it produces a good product, so we're using it. But you talked about the witch. You talked about Mandy, and you talked about Color Out of Space, which I'm going to watch today. I can't wait. Do it. Um, but Lighthouse. <laughs> Why'd you pick oh, yeah. that one? <laughs> Let's end with oh, that. Okay. So that's another that's another modern horror story that is not your typical horror story. And uh, it's about two guys who are lighthouse keepers in New England on a remote island, uh, and they have to take care of this lighthouse and <laughs> they're both horrible guys they're both completely yeah. uh what's the word i'm looking for they're uh, they're not narrators like, so like similar to the guys in <laughs> oh brother we're out though you know just like kind of the lowest forms of their yeah. of their yeah, type yeah, yeah they're just yeah and they're there, and so it's it's funny, right? There's times where the movie is just totally ridiculous, like when they're getting drunk and stuff, and mm-hmm. and and there's and and of course, you know, Willem Dafoe is just amazing as this ornery old lighthouse keeper who's completely a bonkers. And but he's overpowered. Again, he's good. Yeah, and it's a couple characters who are just completely fall apart, go completely bonkers. And uh, but then the weird thing is, is that there is also this sort of weird force in the lighthouse, you know, this this the light that they want to be part of. And that's and, and in a lot of respects, that's where it's sort of like a color out of space where it's this 
it's this weird interdimensional uh and that's another thing that uh lovecraft you know the the thing i like about lovecraft is is that you gotta remember in the 1920s outer space was hard to grasp the concept of outer space (laughs) 1920s yeah uh, yeah and so and, and and you're talking about a guy who was you know born well before that and so uh, the, the, this whole idea of outer space was just really kind of mind-boggling. And so H.P. Lovecraft uh, invented all these gods that lived in the outer, in outer space. And they came from these bizarre realms to destroy humanity or, you know, undermine humanity or they were already here. And that's a big part of his stories. And, um, and, 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 and so what Color Out of Space and Mandy... And uh, Lighthouse pick up on is this weird sort of interdimensionality that that was the what the key kind of the anchor point of H.P. Lovecraft's creepiness in his stories, and and in this case, in the case of Lighthouse, it's about this weird light that yeah. uh, they want to be part of, and and it's this and it's just it's pretty surreal you know and and uh and 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 they're you know it's 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 this this light that they want to be part of is sort of part religious and part psychotic and part sexual and it's their their motives are just completely bizarre and willem dafoe feels that he's the only person who deserves to be with the light uh and 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 uh and and you know and then the young lighthouse keeper you know wants to be part of it too and mm-hmm. so he's jealous and that's that's kind of part of how they fall apart and and but it's just it's 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 so funny at times and completely mad hatter bonkers oh. at other times and you know and it's I think horrific the word you're looking the, for is bat shit <laughs> yeah yeah totally. it's yeah. insanity yeah. like when that thing yeah. with the, I think it's a is it a octopus I haven't seen it for I think I saw it like three months ago, but anyway, it's like an octopus or something coming up through the vent. Do you, do you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah, or is it? Are they crazy? <laughs> I mean, what yeah. I like about it is that it's like, are they like? And you see this in Mandy and 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 mm-hmm. sort of Colorado Space, but not really. Is it, it, because you start to realize what's going on a lot earlier in Colorado Space, but like yeah. it's this weird where you're guessing: are they crazy, or is there this weird horrific force that's in play? And and I, I and I really like that. And and which has it to a degree too, where uh, you know you, you're unsure if this is madness or fantasy right is this fantastical or is this or are they just bonkers mm-hmm. and maybe it's both <laughs> and that's really that's really there too because another trope of lovecraftian uh stories is that a lot of the times key characters go completely insane because they're exposed to such incomparable incomprehensible horror that their minds can't grasp it and they just their brains explode (laughs) yeah that's very atmospheric you know this isn't really a show about me most people know because every episode i kind of mention this but atmospheric horror is the horror i like best yeah right and 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 this is definitely atmospheric uh i didn't like it as much as you i didn't like it as much as you but it's probably because I'm not really a big Willem Dafoe fan. Uh, it might be why. But uh, I, I can usually get beyond it. And 
I just didn't, it didn't go anywhere for me, but it is atmospheric, you know, so I'm always promoting those movies that just, you kind of walk away after watching them and going, whoa, where was I just now, you know, those are the ones I like, uh, you know, Candyman's oh, yeah. coming out, Candyman's coming out, the new one, and I hear it's very atmospheric, so I'm looking forward to that, uh, the original well, Candyman. And he, and, right, and there's, there's a movie, you know, from an author that's like another horror innovator you know that's i i, I just to me horror is like science fiction right They're and if very you just kept similar. playing the same science yeah and if it, and of course you know the original science fiction novel frankenstein is that weird meld of horror and science fiction but the but but the uh but the yeah. i guess the thing that i really mary shelley like, mary wollstonecraft shelley and uh, I studied that at Cal State Fullerton. You ever there heard of that go. school? Exactly. But the but the but the but the um. Please listen to Yeah, the it, original it, it, uh, Shelley Frankenstein. Yeah, and so and so horror, like mm-hmm. science fiction is all over the map, right? Mm-hmm. There's so much, there's so many different stories to tell in science fiction. There's so many different angles that you can take with it, right? Mm-hmm. You can have Arthur C. Clarke that writes about, that's at one point super scientific and at another point very metaphysical, right? You can have books like The Martian that are super hard sci-fi oh, and yes. very science-y. And, 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 I'll bet and you love that film. Like, Did you love it? I yeah, the movie did. and the book are both great, and and but it's almost procedural, right? You know, there's there here you've got somebody with a scientific background trying to write science fiction, so it's they're very much writing in the plausible. Then you've got like on the other side, you've got like say Star Wars, which is you know space opera and is really just you know a, a standard mythological story, yeah. uh, you know set in a space land right and and in many cases often star wars movies feel like westerns um and and um oh totally and and um and so so much has been done with science fiction and what really pisses me off is how little has been done with horror uh oh good point so good point and so oh that's why i picked these four movies and 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 that's that's why I like movies like Candyland or Hellraiser. That's another example where people tried to do, you know, where Clive Barker was writing these stories and 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 had uh, and 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 had uh, these, um, you know, Clive and there Barker's were some contemporaries, along, yeah, along with them. Uh, that the these movies are just, you know, when we can finally shed the slasher flick and 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 come up with more it's amazing what you can do with horror and i That's and really if you go point. back and read edgar Allan, oh go back and read poe like mm-hmm. so many of his story stories are completely like totally not the telltale heart even though the telltale heart is a yeah. wild weird story that would yeah. never if you if if you took a screenplay based on the, the the Telltale Heart nobody had ever heard of the Telltale Heart before right and you took the Telltale Heart and you and you wrote a screenplay and you and you shopped that around to uh, to to uh, um, agents you know script mm-hmm. agents in Hollywood nobody would pick you up oh nothing happens 
You know what I mean? Yeah. We you know, and 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 so and so. Uh, I, atmosphere, I love that. Yeah, the atmosphere of that story is, you know, the cops coming in and having tea and sitting down. It's so atmospheric. You know, oh, I always. Totally. Yeah, I don't even think I've ever seen a movie of it. I think I've seen a cartoon of it. Uh, but just reading the book is so you're just there aren't you like when you read it you're just there in that room going they're gonna pull up the body they're gonna pull up the body yeah yeah no but but i guess all i'm getting at is just that's why i love what's happening with horror movies right now that yes. you know we went through that horrible phase of like the torture porn movies and the uh, how can we offend the audience movies uh, like, uh, you know, um, a human centipede and stuff like that. Oh, like, oh, you know, let, let's super offend people. And <laughs> You're doing great. Yeah. This is going to be such a good episode. I'm excited. Oh, good. But, yeah. but, it, it, but anyway, so it's it's um, so I guess all I'm getting you at. Were, actually, we're kind of talking about Lighthouse and then you got kind of was showing the comparison with an HP thing again. But I'm just no, telling, that's where you were. No, so but we were talking about. But I guess all I was getting at is is that it, it's it's this great genre that you can do so much with. And I'm so yeah, glad. Really good point. That we're getting away from all the shock movies and gross out movies and trying to do things that really explore where you can take this genre and and think about horror and from a lot more different viewpoints. And and use it as a genre to talk about all sorts of things. Uh, well, actually, you know, David, they did this. Yeah. This has been done. It's actually in a film. The film is called Tusk. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just messing around. Everybody gives me a hard time because I love Tusk, but I to me that is like such an atmospheric trip to just go into that movie. I mean, the guy gets... Anyway, it might believe me, it's overused. If you did, like, a word search on my blog of how many times I say Tusk, it's probably, like, in the thousands. Oh, okay. <laughs> I right. love that movie. But, but yeah, you didn't like movie. it, huh? No, I didn't say that okay, at all. I think is. it's a movie that, that takes horror in new ways, and, and uh -huh. that's that's amazing. And there's yeah. And there's... You know, and there's other horror movies that are. I, I just love that we're in an era where people are finally exploring horror yes. uh, and using horror to accomplish so many other artistic missions than just grossing out teenagers at the drive-in, which is what you and yeah. I grew up with. Well, <laughs> well, movies are are a form of escape. It's like a vacation or something like that, you know, in your day, and so. The question is, is horror a form of escape for you or not? For me, and apparently you as well, uh, it's it's a great way of escaping reality. But also, you know, like you take Blade Runner, that's not really horror, but it's that's another movie we were talking about that we liked, you know, that we saw early on, that, you know, is not horror, but it's atmospheric and it kind of takes you to this other place. That's what I mean about those kinds of horror movies that I like. Uh, but it's not for everybody. <laughs> of course, this podcast is all mostly about horror. But uh, it's definitely not for everybody. And uh, I can't... A lot of times, like right now, I'm kind of at a loss. I can't really explain why I like it so much. But it's just definitely my favorite genre, at least for now. Oh, I, I think it's I think it's a great... Well, I think it's, it's the American literary genre, right? And... Um, and uh you know uh, it, it came from here 
And uh, I think that um, it, uh, it, 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 it's something that, again, uh, like I said with Poe, you know, his stories are horrific, but they are all over the map in terms of what he talks about. And, um, and I love that, you know, that, and, and HP Lovecraft, uh, you know, he, he explored it too. And of course, Stephen King does as well. And all these other, you know, the, the greats take horror in new directions and play with it and, and use it, uh, to see what can be accomplished with it because it deserves more than just, um, jump scares and, and ultra violence. And, and, uh, and, uh, I, you know, I, I just, they're, they're flirting just with the edges. I think what you're trying to say is that, you know, horror's flirting with the edges of what we consider, I don't know, normality or whatever you want to call it. But so horror is out there. You know, it can, you can get away with a lot in horror, whereas in a regular movie with Kevin Costner, who also went to Cal State Florida, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, with, with, with that kind of a movie, you're going to need to be focusing on other things. So, you know. Horror is awesome. <laughs> I can see you agree. As a, as a genre, I love it, and I love that we're living at a time when people are using it to do different things with it, Absolutely, and not man. just and not just you know revolting the audience. I, I think that's, that's awesome. shooting fish in, a, fish in a barrel, and you can do that, and, and that's yeah. great. But but even I mean, like I love it. Like what was that movie, Cabin? Cabin in the Woods. Oh, I love that movie. That's a great movie. <laughs> right? Yeah. It turns out to be this big experiment or whatever. It was sci-fi. Yeah, it was sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. I was total, it was yeah, more like it Big was Brother. Like, oh, I turned it into a sci-fi movie. Yeah, it was like, what? Oh, where are they going with this? This is brilliant. <laughs> it is brilliant. It's not just, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit more another... comedy than I would care for. Like that, I everybody, love everybody loves you, that. Yeah. Oh, I do love comedy too. I mean, come on. Yeah, Reanimator, hello. Yeah, I, I yeah. love comedy and horror, but... Uh, in that particular movie, I, I had built it up in my mind because a bunch of people were telling me it's this really cool twist and blah, blah, blah. And, and it just, it was almost like they were just kind of joking around. You know, this is kind of a, yeah, I just, what do they say? The verisimilitude or the, the fourth wall was kind of, you know, wasn't working for me. I just couldn't, like, buy uh, okay. it. But, but, yeah, yeah that's all right. Okay. I don't want to. And, and uh, like I said, uh, if, if that won't be in it anybody, either. If you want to take a little break uh, from the horror movies and you're looking for something to read uh, yeah. and uh, you're uh, interested in, in reading something that's based on uh, current events uh, mm -hmm. but uh, tries to tease out uh, sort of a larger truth through fiction uh, and is sort of an exciting political thriller, uh, definitely check out uh, Tea and Crimea. I think you'll like it. Um, and uh, it's available on, from Amazon either in paperback or on Kindle. Incredible. Incredible book. Please, please check it out. See what you think. Thanks. All, all right, David. Uh, it has been great, and I, th I think we're already out. I think that would be a good place to stop it right there when I say. Thank you for listening to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe always for free at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, have a great day.